Getting some good levels on that. Uh, I've been holding that one in all week. I think we clipped on that one. Okay. Um, should we? Should I take? Do another take? Try again. If you got it, do it. Can you burp on command? <laughs> oh my uh, god! That one, just sounds like, that one just sounds like you're being tortured. Yeah, that wasn't a good one. Don't don't include that. Don't include any of this. It's like you were just. <laughs> god. Right. Oh boy. Um. Can you smell that over there? We're pretty close. No, I can only smell your goddamn shoes, Jake. It's not my shoes, it's my feet. If we're being totally honest. Jake's wearing his KFC Crocs yet again. I was wearing them, now I'm barefoot. I'm barefoot on the on the carpet. Barefoot in Darren's little house. In his basement, as he likes to call it, even though it's the only room that he owns. Um... And even that, he I'm pretty sure he rents. I'm pretty sure he doesn't own this place. I won't disclose that because it's private. As far as I'm aware, Darren rents. So I'm not about to disclose whether I own oh. or rent this room because it's private and Jake is snooping right now. We're not that good of friends for him to be knowing what's on my uh, bank, bank account, bank statement. Darren, it um, seems like your, your mic is pointed a little bit. You're just your level seemed a little low there. Interesting. Um, that, that's looking better. Is that sounding better for you? Sure, it is. Thanks for adjusting that, Jake. Yeah, Jake. I gotta be honest with you. Um, so this over this last past weekend, yeah, uh, my mom has disclosed to me that she did in fact listen to the podcast. Oh wow! Which her critique said. What What did she listen to? Uh, she listened to a couple episodes, I guess. Oh, wow. Earlier episodes. Earlier episodes? Reviews, yeah. When we were doing, when we were just, uh... I don't uh, remember ever doing Gosling Snickles, if you will. <laughs> um, doing a lot of Ryan Gosling movies. This was, this was sort of our What's Eating Gilbert Grape timeline. She said that she really enjoyed our deep dives into films, but... She could not get she she didn't like all the cursing. <laughs> okay. Uh, so can we keep it? Let's keep it Christian for the rest of this episode. Okay. No cur- no cursing uh, for this episode. No we cursing. Gotta, no swearing. We got to appeal to our demographic, which is my mom. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Because we've always we've always just tried to go sort of right down the middle, middle of America. That's sort of our target audience. The Bible Belt. We really we've got huge numbers in Utah. Oklahoma. That's Utah is famously a part of the Bible Belt. Yeah. 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 Well, if anyone swears the least, it's Utah. Yeah, I those, suppose. <laughs> those darn Mormons. Is that... Can I say that? I don't know if you can, can, I I say know darn? If you can say that if we're aiming towards uh, Utah. Can I say darn? Um, those darsh? <laughs> those darsh, that's better, yeah. <laughs> Instead of darn, say darsh. Darsh. Uh, so let's just keep it Christian. Okay. No, no cursing. Um, no invoking Satan in this one. I assume. No, no Satan. We can, we can, uh, demonize Satan, no pun intended, but, uh, we, we can no, we can no longer, we, we shouldn't, we shan't. Can I say that? Can I say shan't? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that that's, we, we should, we should probably just try to avoid all contractions just to be safe. Okay. We must not yeah, that's good. say any that's sort nice. of curses. Thou um, shalt not. So, uh, 
With that being said... Um, Stop staring in my eyes. You'd never make this much eye contact when we're <laughs> in person. <laughs> Usually when we're recording, Darren's looking at his computer. Stop looking at me. <laughs> um. So, if we don't swear, are you going to tell her that we didn't swear in this one? Or are you just going to let her get let all her the way discover. caught up? No, it's, it's not. It's, it's for my mom, but it's for people that are like my mom as well. Okay. Who are continuously listening to this podcast up until this episode, <laughs> hoping for an episode that we don't swear. Just anymore. praying. That we don't swear. Praying in a good way. Nothing wrong with praying. It's great. Yeah. I do it. There's I, no do it need. The, I do it the normal amount. There is no need to say praying in a good way because all prayer is good. Well, not if you're praying for someone to get hurt. That's a bad prayer. Uh, not if you're praying on the youths. Well, any communication with with God is good. That's true. Yeah. Because you know what? This is something that I've learned. If you do pray for someone to get hurt, God's going to teach you a lesson to make you a better person. Because God loves us all, and he wants us all to improve. That being said, <clears throat> yeah, I have to... Uh, if, we got a sponsor. Because if you don't, if you don't improve, you're going to be... You'll be you'll be darshed for eternity. That being said, we got a sponsor. I have to read this ad really quick. Um, are you tired of the same boring old pizza every night? Are you are you dummy done with all the DiGiorno's and Red Barons of the world? Totino's, yuck. Ugh. Now, how about a crazy pizza? How about a pizza that you can put in your oven and you can have a? It's a party in your mouth whenever. While it's in the oven? Whenever you're eating in the oven. That's why you should go to the store and pick up yourselves a, a Mike's Crazy Fucked Up Pizza. Uh, Mike's Crazy Fucked Up Pizza comes in all sorts of uh, different flavors. Um, you got fucked up sausage. You got um, shithead pepperoni. I'm, so, I'm sorry. This is the this is the ad. No, we have to read the copy. This, this we have to read ad. the copy. Yeah, this is the ad. Um, and, oh boy. Um, got asshole olive. That one's down's a tough one. Yeah, you would have think you would have thought anchovy too for the alliteration would have been a better, would have been a better. Uh... Mike's crazy fucked up pizza. Put it in your mouth, bitch. That's that's the copy. Yeah, I don't know. I un- unfortunately okay. So they said that to Darren. There is something. There is a follow up that I'm supposed to read. Uh, don't like pizza, try his lemonade. I just, I was supposed to add that. I didn't, I didn't even know what it was in regards to until now. Oh, yeah, because they give us different parts of the, uh, of the ad. It's like a, it's like a Christopher Nolan movie. No one has the entire, no one has the entire script for the ad. Yeah. You just kind of rely they, on other they people. They can't, they couldn't, if we spoiled it, or if one of those anti-snickle blogs out there somehow caught wind of what it was and published before us, that would have been really bad for them. By the way, anti-snickle blogs, um, we see you. We know you're there. We know it's you, Kyle. Um, I just want to say, Kyle, bless your heart. Uh, we still love you. There's still there's still love in the in in your heart and love in the world. Uh, I wish nothing bad upon you. Nichols.
Pals. I am Darren, the uh, Golden Snickle. I'm Jake. I was baptized once, Snickle Smith, the. Jake Smith, the. Um, yeah, we just we just want to take a new direction for this podcast. I know we've gotten pretty dirty in the past. Oh um, yeah, that's why we picked up. It's an unfortunate crossroads we're at now, where we are, you know, kind of dubbed a, 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 a filthy, a dirty podcast with lots of curse words. We have a the p word in one of our. Uh, uh, episode I, I shudder to think of those times. There was, you know what, Darren? We had an iTunes review that said, for people who think the Joe Rogan experience is too soft. Really? I can, can you believe that? Us. You and me. Just two regular guys. Yeah, we don't, we have nothing to do with Joe Rogan. I mean, we're fine with the guy. We're indifferent towards Joe Rogan. He's, I'm sure, a good guy. I've never met the guy. Yeah, his uh, fan base is not someone I want turning against us, so I think we should stop talking about him. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, good good podcasting all around. Um, yeah, we're kind of at uh, my an favorite, unfortunate crossroads. My favorite th- part of the, at the end of the, like, because everyone records their podcast on the same day. I like at the end when we all get in a line and give each other high fives and say, good podcast, good podcast. Sort of like yeah. the end of a baseball game. Um. I don't mean to draw attention to it, but if you do hear a buzzing on this episode, it's because we are recording on top of my fridge. Uh, yeah, I, was, I haven't yet gotten my uh, I haven't yet gotten my desk. Just just EQ that out though. Sure, whatever that means. Yeah, just capture the get get the noise print of the fridge, and then you can just get it out of the whole thing. Um, so that way, because it's a constant buzz, it's the same sound the whole time. It'll be easy. We can just. Whoosh, whoosh, Jake knows more about audio engineering than I know. I'm finding out now. Uh, he's a uh, writing major. Um, he has his doctorate in writing. <laughs> Dr. Jake Smith. Well, Dr. Jake Smith, though. Okay, I'm sorry. I forgot that Smith is your middle name. Yeah. Um, like I was saying before, several minutes ago, we're at Unfortunate Crossroads where we are dubbed... A dirty, filthy podcast, yet all of our uh, listeners are people who do not enjoy cursing or dirty language. and Or movies. Or movies, for that matter. And now we are kind of at this unfortunate crossroads where we have to cater to everybody. Uh, because obviously people enjoy, they enjoy when we get deep and dirty, but... Not, not dirty, dirty. Well, you know. They like when we are... When we're elbow deep in the in the in the weeds of a specific detail, but not when we're elbow deep discussing weed, the devil's plant. That's true. The devil's lettuce, some would even say. Yeah. Well, I I hate that phrase because lettuce is such a good positive thing. Is that, it? Yeah. Why? Lettuce. It's the number one source of iron for seventy five percent of Americans. Lettuce has iron in it. Uh, yeah. It's the number one source of iron. For uh, 75% of Americans? Yeah. It's green. Okay. It's one of the few it's one of the few things that's not an animal that has a head. Uh it's lettuce and beer. Um and soda. Yeah. As you can Fizzy probably drinks. go Yeah, if you go back Fizzy to drinks. our uh last two episodes, you can find out all about that. Yeah. Um 
Also, you need more reasons. I mean, oh, I was gonna say something dirty, but oh, I'm repressing don't. it. Please. I'm repressing yeah, it for please. this episode. Just keep it on the back burner. It may turn into a tumor, but this is for the that's, greater good. Darren, of society. that's fine because this podcast can be so successful when we're clean that we're we'll have so much money. We'll I could remove a hundred tumors from you, Darren, on a Tuesday. A hundred um, tumors on a Tuesday. So we're going to go for, I mean, you know, ad, ads aside, we're going to go for uh, a posting that doesn't have that, that red E on it on the Apple, on the iTunes store. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're going to go for a, a, an episode that is 100% clean, no more cursing at all. Um, and that's that. Jake, how was your Derek, week? Well, I just, can I just say one more thing? Yeah, sure. I'm really glad you're bringing this up because if you actually look at the notes I wrote for the show, what does it say? Bring so, up no more swearing. Yeah. It really... And that's from a while back, too. You yeah. wrote that a long time yeah. ago. <laughs> if you look, this is actually before the show existed. Yeah. I, it's something I've really been wanting to talk about for a long time, but I haven't, know, I haven't known how to broach it. So I texted your mom, and I was like, will, I you, will you bring this up with, with little Dare Bear? It took you that long? Okay. And you had that much faith that I would just do it on my own. That you had, It didn't work, so you had to text my mom. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it's because I know she's got a lot of time on her hands being homeless and all. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, my week? You want to talk about my week? Sure. <laughs> I mean, I brought it up, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, uneventful. Great. How, how was your week? Uh, I think 20 minutes. I was just telling you before, 20 minutes before you showed up, a piece of my back molar oh, chipped yeah. off, like a big piece chipped off. It doesn't hurt at the moment, but uh, I don't have, I don't, I don't, I, I don't have any way to take care of it right now. And why don't you, why don't you just let the listeners know where that molar is right now? That piece of that molar. In my stomach. Yeah. I because... chewed it up and I swallowed it because <laughs> I didn't know it was a, pe- a piece of tooth. I, uh... This is this is one of the worst one of the worst things you could say to me. I I hate the idea of breaking my teeth, um, let alone chewing them and swallowing. Yeah, them. chewing your own teeth and swallowing like that. That literally seems like a a a, a scene out of a movie. <laughs> I brush my teeth every day. I floss most of the time, and I even do mouthwash a lot. Uh, yet I still have broken a tooth. I it has still gone down my gullet. I floss every day now that I saw the Sonic movie and he taught me how to do it. I forgot that. I've forgotten all about that scene. Yeah. He I, flosses. I floss. Um, I learned it from Fortnite. Oh, yeah. That's how I learned to floss. I think I'm doing it right. I just got a text that okay. says. Uh, oh, okay. I just got a text from my coworker that says, haha, nice. About a joke that I sent him on, on Wednesday. What was the joke? Well, it's sort of an inside joke. I sent him a picture of, uh, of the Fandango Now movie service with a foreign category selected. Okay. And I said, they're from foreign. Oh. Yeah. Very fun. That's a very great joke, Jake. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I got a text from uh, an old coworker of mine yesterday... And he sent me this How scene old is from he? a movie called... He's in his 40s. 
Oh, okay. I don't know exactly. I don't know that you age. need to call him your old coworker. He's uh, a coworker that I used to work with back oh, in the olden days. Okay. Um, and he sent me this. I'll play the audio of this clip. It's only twenty-one seconds long. It's from the movie called Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh yes. And we used to talk about it quite a bit at work. Uh, he sent me this clip right here. This man putting it down his garbage can. <laughs> so if you're unfamiliar with the clip, uh, it is of a man putting down his trash can in front of his house one day, and then a guy well, who not looks... just any day. It's not just any day. It's a very special day. What day is that, Jake? Garbage day! <laughs> oh, I could hear a clip there. My bad. Here, ask me again. What day is the special day, Jake? Uh, it's trash day. Um, so, then a Bob Saget lookalike comes up to him with a, with a revolver, uh, a small snub-nosed pistol, and he says, garbage day, and then he shoots the man uh, putting down his trash. As he yells, no. As the man who's putting down his trash says no, and then he blows on his pistol. He spins laughs. it around. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Silent Night, Deadly Night? I have not. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, which I'm assuming you haven't seen if you haven't seen the first one, is notable in that 80% of it is footage from the first movie shown in flashback. Like, this is not a joke. I, it's probably like 60 to 80% is not new material that's just been recycled. <laughs> For the second, because it's, I think in the first one, I haven't seen it in like a long time, probably seven years. In the first one, that guy is a bad guy. He's like a mall Santa or something, I think. Okay. He's a bad guy and he gets caught. And then I think in the second one, his brother is a bad guy. And there, he like goes to a therapist who's trying to figure out why he's a bad guy. And like 60 to 80% of the movie is just flashbacks <laughs> to the first movie. <laughs> Oh, it's like it chapter two. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> and then they keep splitting up, and they all just have to do their own thing. And it's like, why am I watching this? Um. Wow. Yeah, I have been kind of hunting that. That's one of the B horror movies I've kind of been hunting down for a while. Uh, during Halloween time, I mean, Jake and I have gone through this on the holiday bracket. Uh, we we enjoy watching the shitty. Oh uh, ho ho! Hey hey! Oh. Fuck. Hey. Oh, sh- hey. The crappy horror movies. I'm so sorry. That's just an edit point for Darren to know uh, when to when to bleep. Uh, you thought I was going to slip up, didn't you? I had no idea. I, I thought neither of us were going to. Well, I thought you were going the to. The bad horror movies for Halloween. <laughs> um, but you know what I want to say? I want to say that even though those movies aren't the best, everyone tried their best. And I'm really proud of them. I'm yeah. proud of them for going out there and doing, giving it, giving it their the old Christian try. Yeah, giving it their darshtest. Do we want to jump into this bracket? We're almost twenty minutes in. Yeah, let's uh, let's jump right in. Let's uh, let's let's sing the same song we always sing every time we jump into the bracket. Blue Skadood and you can too. You can too. Uh, of course, our original song stolen by Blue's Clues. Uh, this week we're talking about hobbies. Uh, That's what I assumed. That's what I yeah. picked up from the... From looking at all the things? Yeah. 
it's a, it's, I'm trying to, I was trying to find the right word. It's, it's, it's coolest or most impressive. The criteria is like if you met someone or if you were, if you're scrolling through Tinder or something and you saw that they did this hobby, what would be like the, what would blow you away the most? What would be like, oh, wow, I've always wanted to do that or I could never do that. You know, most interesting hobby. Yeah. Well, most interesting hobby would be like some, like I, I collect skin. Because that's, well, that's not that's on here, is interest- it? Well, so, somewhat. Is it? Uh, it? That's interesting and different. You know, uh, we both get what we're trying to say. And the tiebreaker for this, we're both going to pick our, our selected, our, uh, our picked, uh, we're both going to pick it. We're both going to take ours. We're going to get it. We're going to go on YouTube, and we have a minute to see who can find the video related to that topic that has the most views. Because I think that's a good, a, good, uh, a, a good assessment of coolness. Okay. Uh, Darren right. doesn't seem convinced. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I actually, picked a, sorry, I actually picked a tiebreaker. It's, uh, sure you did. Here's the tiebreaker. We sure have to drink did. soda milk again. Uh... There was no tiebreaker on perp intentionally on that one. Let's just get the, let's just get this over with. All right. Some of these are some of these are more specific and some of them are broader. And I think some of the more specific ones we can we can broaden out a little bit. Okay. Uh, so first up, we have knitting versus podcasting. Two things I would argue are not cool at all. Uh, one of them at least has some practical use, and one of them is podcasting. Um, honestly, I had a friend who knitted in high school. I don't really keep in touch with him anymore. Uh, he started his own business. Wow. Um, and that business was Target. He actually, never mind. He wasn't knitting. He was crocheting. Okay. But I think like, this is the thing where I think like needle crafts, mm. I think we can include crocheting. Okay. Crotcheting. He made lots of hats for lots of people. He, he began selling them. He now has a business. Uh, I think he's doing decently for himself. Is he crocheting masks? I think he hand crochets most of his hats still. I don't think they're factory made. Wow. Uh, And, yeah, I mean, I believe believe the... I I could give him a plug. I'm sure he'd appreciate that. We haven't talked in... I haven't talked to this guy since high school, I think, but uh, he was always a nice guy. He was always a cool guy. Uh, (laughs) Hebe Headwear is the name of the company. So if you're looking Hebe. for hand, yeah, Hebe H E B E Headwear. Right. If you're looking for a Colorado uh, business of hand crocheted hats, there you go, Hebe Headwear. Um, and I think I would pick knitting just for <laughs> the practicality of it as well. And I, I I don't mention this a lot on this show, but I typically if I get to know somebody. The fact that I have a podcast is often the last thing they know about. <laughs> I stifle this. The fact that I have a podcast. Potent, maybe that's why we don't Probably have... Probably to a fault. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why we don't have as many listeners. But also, I feel like if I told people that I had a podcast, they'd be like, cool, I don't want to hang out with you anymore. <laughs> uh, and they definitely wouldn't listen to the podcast. So I feel like there wouldn't be that big of a, uh, a difference in the end. If I told them that I knitted, they might say, hey, can you make me a hat? 
Nobody's saying, hey, can you make me a podcast? Uh, I've got a story you can tell. Here's a story for your little podcast. Oh, yeah, I did talk about <laughs> uh, podcast-related topics at work, and somebody overheard me and uh, just went on a tangent about how Hillary Clinton should be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> How does he know what we talk about on the show? Um, <laughs> I'm not sure, but my vote goes for knitting. I want to agree with you. I was I was joking saying that knitting isn't cool. I think I think anything where you can actually create something that's practical and useful is cool. And like also like if, if the world was coming to an end and there was like an ice age and they were like, "All right, we need the people who knit and also the people who can podcast. I think we all know who's really getting saved. I mean, when the world ends, honestly, podcasting might end up being one of the few forms left of, uh, of entertainment. But I don't think it's as practical still. Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 I'm going to go with knitting. Okay. Needlework. Not, not tattoos, though. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Next up, we have origami versus video gaming. Um, well, here's the thing. Video games are an industry that makes more money than any other form of media. They make more money than music, TV, and movies combined. They make more than print media? More than print media, Jake. A, a video game earns more than a newspaper? I'm... You're pulling my leg. I'm not... Hey, I'm, I, I'm just the messenger boy here, okay? All right. Uh, and with that being said, there are multiple outlets for... Obviously, there's eSports now. There's pro gaming. Gaming's a lot of fun. But if I heard about someone who played video games, every time, <laughs> if they get too deep into it, I start to cringe. I can relate. <laughs> I can relate to a, to an extent. You know, I I have to because I play a lot of video games. I've I've talked about it on the podcast before. To the chagrin of the, the listeners, I'm sure. Uh, I don't know what chagrin means. It probably used it wrong. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I um, anytime somebody gets super into video games. I can relate for a little bit. There's a buffer where I can relate. And after that, I do not give a shit anymore. <laughs> if someone told me they did origami, I probably still wouldn't care that much. But if they started folding origami in front of me, I'd probably be really interested. And I'd probably be really intrigued and want to learn how to do it. Yeah, I think something I want to keep in mind here is like, Yes, of course, there's, like, very good video gamers who could crush, crush us in any game. Shroud, we know you're listening. <laughs> uh, we, know, we know you're a big fan of the show. But, I mean, even then, like, I, I'm not super into watching video games. And when I, when I do watch, like, someone gaming or something, it's not because of their gaming skills. It's because of their personality or whatever. Whereas I think, like... Even an average level of origami, like that's that's pretty cool stuff. The way they're able to transform something, and I uh, to go off of what you were saying, like I run into this problem sometimes where, like I'll be playing a game and then I try to explain it to my girlfriend, and it's always like I have to get through this as quick as possible because I know she doesn't give. She a fuck. doesn't care. Shut up, uh, poop. 
<laughs> she doesn't give a uh, poop. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't care. I hardly care to explain these things, but like sometimes, sometimes to like tell a story, you have to get into like some amount of detail. Yeah. And it's always like, let me just get through it. Yep, you got guns, you shoot people. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel that origami is such a unique hobby and nobody really does it. So when it is found, I mean, if it was more, if it was more as popular as video games, then I probably, I might say video games, but um, yeah, I just think that, I mean, video games are fun for myself to play, but yeah. I know that when I start explaining it to people who don't care, I... I'm not going to win them over. I'm not going <laughs> to... They're not going to say, oh, I thought video games were stupid before, but now that you explain that, now I want to play them. That oh, it's happen. top down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was going to say, like, let's use the Tinder example, but actually if you found, like, a girl on Tinder who said she played video games, I'm sure Darren would be matching, swiping whichever way that is, because he's like, oh, my God, a girl who games? I... <laughs> Yeah, I would have butterflies in my stomach. But I'm pretty... I, I'm, once again, another dirty joke that I had to stifle for this episode. I'm pretty sure the reverse perspective, if it's a if it's a girl scrolling through... And a guy says he plays video games? She's like, yep. <laughs> yeah, I read this a hundred times a day. <laughs> Whereas if it was someone who's like, yeah, I'm pretty good at origami. I think that's... Oh, yeah. That's, You'd get a match off of that. Yeah. Even if you were... If you were... Like, if you were... But ugly. Yeah, but I can say but, right? Yeah. Say but ugly. <laughs> yeah. If you're a butt ugly and you got on Tinder and you said, I play a lot of video games, people would be like, okay, no. But if you said, I'm very good at origami, uh, you just became a lot more attractive. Yeah. So it's origami. I mean, we're just, we're just explaining ourselves more and more, uh, more and more pro- prominent into origami. Now, because yeah. we obviously both want to do it now. <laughs> Darren and I are both going to go buy origami books. I'm going to make an origami spatula and an origami boxing glove. Those <laughs> are just the two first things that come to mind. All right. Yeah. Uh, an origami book is tough because you actually have to fold it to read the instructions, but you don't know how to fold it. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have woodworking versus cooking. Two, two practical things. Uh, one... One more traditionally manly and one considered more feminine, but I don't think I don't think that means anything. No, and I, I think that's shifting. I think that perception is shifting now yeah. with our generation. Absolutely. I don't think I'm just saying I'm just saying traditionally that's how it was viewed, but who cares? I think that um gender roles gender roles are stupid. I haven't met many... I don't think I think men should be pregnant. I'm <laughs> such a feminist. God. Men should get pregnant. God. Oh, this is a soy boy cast now. Uh, yeah, I've never, I gotta be honest, I've not met a single woman. I'm not saying they don't exist, but I've not met a single woman who woodworks. However, I've met a lot of women who are like interested in woodworking. They just don't do it. Uh, 100% of the woodworkers I've met have been male. I've never met a woman woodworker. Uh, cooking goes both ways. Mm-hmm. I cook. I literally went to the store earlier and picked up a bunch of supplies to cook either tonight or tomorrow night. Uh, 
And I also am very interested in woodworking. Anytime I get a chance, anytime I get like some tools or something. I think I mentioned before on the show that for one of my jobs when I was still in California, uh, I had to make a a big coffin. Oh. And it was one of the funnest. It was one of the most relaxing. It was a very like hot tempered set. A lot of like, <laughs> fast pace, uh, bad weather. Like we were in a really stressful spot and i found a lot of peace in making this casket uh in the back and it was very enjoyable i was given all the tools i needed and yeah i mean it was just really just a really good uh good good time uh i I, think sorry I, i have a similarly good time cooking but i just do it more often yeah i think that's sort of what i was gonna say is that like Woodworking is really cool, and, like, the stuff that I've done, it is a lot of fun, but it is, like, a much higher barrier of entry than... Because, like, everyone has a stove or an oven or, like, something that they can cook with. Yeah. Whereas, like, woodworking... Like, yeah, you can get, like, a handsaw and a drill, but then, like, wood and all... It's just it's just a much higher barrier to entry, which both makes it harder to get into and makes it seem cooler. Uh, yeah. In some ways. But I think cooking, what's great about cooking is that, like, I think a lot of times with hobbies, so, like, with origami, like, how many paper hearts can you fold? Like, where are you going to put them? You know? But with cooking, like, you know where that's going. In the old tum-tum. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's, that's like, a really nice thing about cooking. Another and joke I, I was going to make, but... Uh... <laughs> Had to stifle it for our new audience, <laughs> our new demographic. Well, our, our same audience, but we're catering towards them. Yeah. Uh, and, I, like, I, I know that cooking and baking are different things, but I think we can kind of... Yeah, it's it's hot work with food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is, this is a tough one, because I think these are both, like, also very practical. Like, in, in an end-of-day scenario, you want someone who can cook... Because they'll, you know, like, even just, like, basic food prep, you know, like, how long chicken can stay out and how to cook it and stuff. And woodworking, I mean, that's important for all sorts of day-to-day stuff. Honestly, I want to say that woodworking is a lot more unique than cooking. However, uh, I do think that it is less practical than cooking. Because you don't absolutely need woodworking. You might need it for a couple tools or something. But honestly... Cooking can be done, it can be done more conveniently than woodworking, and you, you always need food. I mean, you'll you'll need food always. Mm-hmm. You don't always need woodworking. So, cooking is more practical. Which I think might, for me, decrease the impressiveness factor a little bit, because it's just less common to find someone who's really into woodworking than it is to find someone who's, well, I don't know if that's true. Because, like, people who are really into cooking is different than people who, like, have to cook for their family or whatever, of course. And I think that, I mean, obviously this is a subjective bracket, much like the rest of our brackets. (laughs) Much like every bracket. But, uh... We should just do an an objective one where it's like, which number's the highest? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we should. (laughs) Um, I think that, um... Yeah, I mean, this really just comes down to our preference for, um, you know, people we would want to like hang out with or something, you know? Um, 
I'm not really sure which one to pick though. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to imagine scenarios where, like, I meet someone and they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm really into cooking," and I meet someone and they're like, "Yeah, I'm really into woodworking," and I'm not sure. Like, what what would intrigue me more? Yeah, I know my boss woodworks right now, uh, and he shows me pictures of like this cabinet he's been building, uh, and they look really good. The thing, the stuff that like really impresses me is big structures. I mean, I li- I like my boss's cabinet a lot, and he's mm-hmm. made some really fine like knitting tools actually. Okay. Because his wife knits. Oh. So he made he woodworked and made tools for his wife to use knitting. So it's it's all coming full circle here. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I have always wanted to build a half pipe. I don't even okay. skate anymore. But I have <laughs> always wanted to build a half pipe, and uh, that is that's you know are we i guess we can consider carpentry part of woodworking right yeah okay so this summer i built a shed as i said before and i felt very satisfied at the end i feel satisfied when i cook but it's in smaller doses it Mm -hmm. is more frequent than the carpentry i do so i don't know i think i might have to go with uh with woodworking and that's only this is all completely experience based here I think I'm also leaning towards woodworking because it is less common. And I also think, like, like say say you find someone's Instagram profile and, like, you know, it's them cooking. And, like, yeah, yeah, this food looks great. Yeah. But at the same time, like, sometimes it's just, like, okay, this is chicken and rice. Like, I can do this. But, like, a really well-made, like, wood chest or whatever, like, that's – I think that's more impressive for me. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Um, yeah, I'm am g- gonna pick woodworking. And it right. sounds like you. It sounds like you're doing the same. I'm doing the same. Woodworking. Moves no on. disrespect to cooking. Cooking is great, but look, I, if I found a girl on Tinder who said it, it she says she loved to cook. <laughs> well, according, I, according to people at my work, you're not a woman unless you cook. Okay, <laughs> and that's the Christian way, right? There. If I found her and I matched with her, my girlfriend would be pissed. <laughs> Let me just say, can um, I say, hey, can I say, can I say, I'm so, can I say uh, no, actually, no? that's always been a no, no word for me. I'm sorry. Uh, she would be ticked. She, she would be ticked. She'd be having a bad day. Okay. Yeah, you guys just said ticked. She'd be half angry. Okay. Well, let's just move on <laughs> to the next matchup, Jake. Next up, we have model building versus skateboarding, which Darren just mentioned. Now, this is model building everything, right? Like trains, yeah. Gundams. Yeah. Uh, okay. Skateboarding. <laughs> uh, easy. I mean, I used to skateboard when I was a kid. Uh, this Once again, this is purely subjective. This is just who I think I would get along with better. I, I've gotten along with a lot of people who do model building, but usually... Um, there's a lot of nuance to it that, uh, it's kind of like gaming where it's hard to understand if you're an outsider. That's fair. Uh, and skateboarding is like, even if you do understand it or you don't, you can still be very easily impressed with the amount of physical risks that these people are taking. I don't skate anymore. Uh, but I, I did when I was growing up. But, you know, a lot, quite a bit. And, yeah, I mean, it, there's things that I would try to 
get myself to do that were very scary. And I usually got along with a lot of other skaters very well. Uh, for me, I feel like part of it is that, like, everyone skated when they were younger. Also, everyone who bullied me in middle school wasn't was a skater. They were, they were my skate friends, and then they started bullying me, so that... Let's not talk about that, Jake. We don't have to. We don't have to revisit that on the podcast. That does make me a little bit more negative towards it versus model building, which I think, like, I, it's weird to me that model building is so looked down on as like this dumb hobby. Like, I think it's. I think it's very impressive some of the things that these people are able to do. Just, just I think the fine details that they're able to do. Like, I have no. I have no ability to add fine details to anything. Uh, so just like seeing that, I'm always impressed by that, but is it, is it more impressive than Tony Hawk doing a, a McFlip, a McTwist? A 900? A McTwist. Or a McTwist, or a kickflip McTwist for that, yeah. for that matter. Or a McTwist a lot. Sure, we can go there <laughs> if you want. Uh, I don't know, like, it's, it's not. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. In my opinion, it is not. No question. Like, Tony Hawk trained his whole life to do a 900. Yeah, but okay. And arguably, he wasn't the first to do it, judging by the... I think the documentary is called, like, like Dragon or something like McFraud. that. McFraud. <laughs> uh, McFirefraud. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, there's... It's enjoyable to watch. There's literally X Games. Yeah, that but then like highlight skateboarding. But the, okay, those no are professional skaters. That's not a hobby. Sure, but there are hobbyist skaters who are very good, like should go pro. That's that's true. And there's no professional model building. That's not true. Is there? Have you ever seen a Star Wars movie? Uh, Okay, I guess there, there's, no, there's no competition. I guess they made it into competitions on like A and E and stuff, but not. They're pro- I'm sure there are com- just because you don't know about the competitions doesn't mean there aren't any. Well, that's exactly the thing. It's much less known for a reason because it's so nuanced. You're only into model building competitions if you seek them out. You don't even have to seek out X Games that much because they're just there. Because they know you'll probably be interested in yeah, it. Yeah, but a mo- like a, a real model building competition is getting a job in Hollywood and creating, like creating the the robot from Interstellar. That's sure, model building. Sure, but nobody like nobody's interested in the building aspect. They're interested in what happens to it in the movie. I I don't think that's entirely true. To some people, yeah, they're inter- like I'm interested in in how they're built. Not as interested as I am in Tony Hawk's 900 or Kickflip McTwist. Look, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick model building. You're gonna pick skateboarding. Let's just let's just let's just do it. Let's just do the let's just let's just Google the damn thing. For some reason, I feel okay. like you picked this knowing that there was a weird trend with model building on YouTube. No. Be. <laughs> More views on the most watched model building video. I am I'm a hundred percent sure that won't be true. <laughs> so what are we are we just searching skateboarding in YouTube? Yeah, I'm just searching model building on YouTube. Okay. Okay, this this won't even be close. But this is Look, this is insane. This guy's We just have the we just we're just going off of the first video watch. I'm doing I 
in the in the top right, I filtered it to most views. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm doing that too. I don't think I don't think mine will be within. I think yours will be ten times more than mine. How much is yours? Same time. Okay, one, three, two, two three. one. Thirty-four million. million. Oh wow! Look, this million. guy is this guy's laying actual little bricks. I mean, dude, this girl is. I mean, this is a Vans commercial, but it's just several skaters going. But like, look at look, this. He built a house. Look at this. This guy, seventy million views. This guy is going down a gigantic fucking hill. Oh, a gigantic freaking hill. Sorry, a gigantic hill. Hey, somewhere um, in like Sweden. Look how fast he's going, dude. Look at that. You got it. You, wow, you hey, cannot admit. You Darren, cannot tell me that. Darren, look how fast he's going on his longboard. That's a skateboard, Jake. Look That's how fast he's going on his longboard. It's actually a luge board, I think, but it's got the nose and the tail. Look, this guy, this guy laid cement for the foundation of this mini house. That's just building a <laughs> building a mini house. That's crazy. Tony Hawk skates first uh, downward spiral loop. Yeah, I've seen this. Listen. <laughs> so this is kind of loud, I think. This guy's just shirtless in his basement. <laughs> Laying cement to build his mini house. It's just not as impressive. Yeah, that's cool, but that's not as impressive as Look, what we Tony understand. Hawk hey, does. listen, we understand where you're coming from. He's a pro skater. He's a pro skater. This isn't a hobby. He literally for him. made his hobby into a professional sport. For him. Listen, I think skateboarding's really he cool. He liked too, it okay? so much. I think skateboarding is cool too. I'm just I'm just impressed by model building, okay? No. That's it. That's it. Okay. We're allowed to have That's different fine. opinions. That, we are. That's fine. Okay. The third most popular video, by the way, I should mention, is Extreme S Skateboarding and Surfing Panther, 35-minute mi Pink Panther and Pals compilation. <laughs> That's the third most most viewed <laughs> video with the tag skateboarding. Um, next up, we have music. So let me be clear. The creation of, not just people who are like listening to music. Okay. Uh, versus tabletop gaming uh so like board games and role-playing games so the creation of music versus uh okay okay and, and i said and yeah is is in that too mm -hmm. right okay i separated these two i think for obvious reasons because i think tabletop gaming is more interesting to talk about i will say sometimes I, like yeah i've always been very like anytime this is once again completely subjective i know i like this is so specific to me i know that most people would probably pick music here i think right off the top of my head for, for right now i'm gonna have to say tabletop gaming because that's just me that's just how i work i think i think most people would say music making though yeah but yeah, I mean, I have never played D&D. &D. I've always been really interested in it. I've always wanted to jump on campaigns, but I've never really found a group who is in a good spot to, like, start a campaign and, or, like, have me join in. Yeah. Uh, I just really enjoy storytelling. I really enjoy, like... D&D is essentially, like, competitive storytelling. <laughs> uh, it's... Yeah. That's what I, that's my understanding. It's not that it's, like, competitive, but it's, like, team... It's, like, cooperative, it's like, Yeah, it's, like, say. teamwork... Yeah, story building. You're really you're really battling against the the DM, right? The dungeon master. Yeah, right? but I mean, you're not battling against him to tell the story. Like, <laughs> no, but you're 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 making things up. Yeah, you're improvising in 
against the DM to to win. I mean, he may be helping you out. It, just, it all depends on that dice roll. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that... So this is why I said tabletop gaming, not just board gaming, because I think, I think D&D and similar games sway it. I think, like, one of the most impressive things... <laughs> My God. What was that? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm hoping everything is okay. <laughs> We are hearing some loud music, and then somebody just dropped dead <laughs> ab- right above us. Uh, I'm not worried about it because we did lock the door. Yeah. Um, one of the most impressive things about D&D is finding a group that will stay together. Because I've been lucky enough to two times find a group that uh, we played like 10 plus sessions of D&D. And it's just like, I think it's just a factor of... Everyone's gets so busy in life and like finding a time when everyone can do it and like everyone having the same motivation all the time. Like that's difficult. So I don't like I don't know. I think those games are really fun. And uh, this is tough because I have very little musical skill. Uh I've well, tried I've tried in my life to create music and I'm just not like I don't have much talent for it. Whereas, like, I, I have been able to play, play board games and play D&D. So if it's, like, which would I rather do? Play D&D because I can't play music. But yeah. if it's, like, if I met someone and they were, like, yeah, I make music versus I met someone and they're, like, yeah, I play D&D, I don't know which one's more impressive. I, so when I lived in L.A. and here, actually, too, in, in Denver, Colorado, I have had a lot of exposure to musicians, people making music. Uh, and I can say that like, I don't like people who make music for some reason. I just don't like it. Most of the time it seems like it's more of an ego trip than, uh, them actually wanting to make music. And if, if they do actually truly want to make music, then that's great for them. Uh, but I feel that almost, I mean, I've met a couple really cool musicians that definitely aren't in it for their ego, but almost every time I'd say 90% <coughs> of the time, it's, it's typically a person who is making music, a man or a woman who mm-hmm. is making music specifically to fuel their ego. Uh, that's, that's a fair point. I had a, my roommate's boyfriend at the time who I consider my friend. Uh, he, he was in a band and he taught marching band at a high school. Okay. And like, I think that has to be the least ego. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Um, <laughs> Which I'm, I'm not trying to disprove you. I'm just saying like, I have this example of someone who clearly. Well, that's a 10%. That's, that's the 10% I'm talking about. I don't think, I don't think you teach high school marching band because you have a big ego. <laughs> but even I've met like the, the band teacher at my high school and stuff and like talk to them. Mm-hmm. Even they seem to have like, <laughs> a very big ego. Uh, I mean, I make I make music. I make beats on my computer as a hobby from now from time to time. If I have if I ever get bit by like the musical creative bug, I'll hop on there. Uh, you know, like the, the theme for the podcast and the outro. Mm-hmm. Those are both me, baby. Those are both made by me, baby. Uh, and I don't know. I just. I have a lot more fun, and I feel like there's a lot less in it for everybody other than, like, to win, which feeds your ego, I, I suppose, but in a different way. With tabletop gaming, there's a lot in it. There's a lot less in it for your ego in tabletop gaming. I, 
Because there's, depending on how many people you're playing with, every person you're playing with lowers your chance of feeding your ego. You're yeah. in, you're literally in a gamble to try and win. You know, like I I have met gamers both like D and D and then like Magic the Gathering, especially people who are like it's so about winning. Whereas like my approach is in in most games, it's always about like what's the most fun thing I can do. Mm-hmm. So I think like when you when you meet that group that's like playing Magic the Gathering or playing D and D, and it's like I'm not going to do the thing that's, like, going to kill this monster the best, but, like, I'm going to do whatever's funniest and make sense for my character. Like, that. that's just such a, a fun time. And so I think, like, there are those people with egos out there in in tabletop gaming, but I think, like, you just... People don't like those people, so they just... <laughs> yeah. You and know? with musicians, it's more of an independent endeavor yeah. most of the time. And I think if I met someone who was, like, I'm into D&D versus I met someone who's, like, I'm into music, I would... I might see it's tough. Cause I, I, I feel like if I was on Tinder and, and some it was a potential match who said, you know, I make music or I make D and I mean I'd give both of them the benefit of the doubt, but at the end of the yeah, day Yeah, I'll swipe on anyone. I, I <laughs> But at the end of the day I think I'd be just genuinely more interested and more willing to see past some of like the <laughs> egotistical aspects if they were into tabletop gaming. Yeah, I think I think my hang up here comes from the word impressive, which is like I would be more impressed by someone who makes music because I think that that takes more skill because it's something I can't do. But I like I would rather hang out with and play D&D with someone. Like I, I if I met that person I'd be like, "All right, like are you looking for people?" Yeah. Please let me play with you. This is all it is, assuming it is that really these, hard. This is all assuming that these people are good at what they do, right? In the hobbies. Yeah, like I, I'm thinking that like they're average to good. Like they're because obviously like the most incredible people at everything. Like that's that's okay. a different conversation. Okay. okay. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick gaming. I'm gonna pick gaming as well. Tabletop gaming, not video gaming. No. It's funny how we're just kind of rejecting every... Well, you're not, but I'm, I feel like I'm just rejecting every bit of that I'm into. Well, I rejected skating, then you... <laughs> yeah, I did pick skating, that's true, but I don't really skate anymore. That's true. Uh, let's see if it continues with our next matchup. Comedy versus art. Uh, oh, it's not going to continue. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Uh, both good, both very good. Uh, I enjoy both. Uh, what what mediums of art? See, this is I had a I had a hard time with this because I was like, it's a should I just very broad term? Yeah, should I just say painting? Like, it's very broad. I stuff that you would do in art class is that. Um, is that is okay? That so fair? like painting, drawing, yeah, like sculpting. stuff like that. Not like like movies or art. Like obviously not. Okay. Because some people would say comedy's art. Yeah, well, it's uh, not. <laughs> um, uh, music is art. I get it. Like, like f- fine art is that? Is that I a mean, phrase I can use? This one, this one, I, I, I know I was joking before, but this one's a little tougher for me, because I do appreciate like, you know, good art. But there's a lot of people who really try at art and they're very bad. But again, we're and not I talking like about with, bad. Okay, average but there's a lot people. of people who try it. Comedy. Average people, but aver- I feel like average art and average comedy 
it's not going to stay in your head. You know, you're going to look at it and be like, oh, that, you know, that's okay, fine, that's whatever. Uh, with either one, you know, if you see an average comedian and you get a couple chuckles out of them, you're probably going to look at him as like kind of a bad comedian. But my, what I think is like a bad artist is still someone who's like putting paint on something and trying. A bad comedian is like your waiter who's telling the same joke 40 times a day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that there are a lot of people in the world who try to be funny. <laughs> it's a lot. Well, here's the here's another thing to take into consideration. I feel that it's a lot easier to be. I feel I do feel like it's a lot easier to be a good artist than it is to be a good comedian, because being I some people say being a comedian, especially stand up, is the hardest job, harder than brain surgery, because you literally have to work on a di- you have to work on the spot to figure out people you're basically a therapist you're figuring out and and you're dancing at the same time uh i don't know you don't but i i here's where we're going to have a disconnect <laughs> because you you don't really do stand up and i do so sure. i know what it's i know i know how tough it can be and I feel that with art, it's not as But you do stand-up and you don't do art. I, yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. I do, I do art a lot less. I don't really do it as a hobby. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. But I feel like when the, the real-time failure of art versus stand-up is a lot more punishing on stand-up side. But we're not talking about what's hard. Like we're talking about what's more impressive. Isn't aren't isn't aren't harder things more impressive to when you pull them off? Yeah, but they're not necessarily. We're not. I thought that's what that meant. But, but okay, I mean, I've met. So there's a guy uh, who does like several jobs. He lives in Denver. He built his own house, and he's a visual artist. He does paintings. They're so good, dude. They're so good. <laughs> Uh, he sells them for thousands of dollars internationally. Uh, and he has a bunch in his house. I mean, he has this one that's giant. It's, I mean, it's the size of like behind you, like that wall up to the stairs. Like it's, it's about that size. It's very big. He has his own studio. He built his own studio and I saw his palette. It's giant, dude. It's like he literally walks over to one side or the other to make little tiny details. Yeah. That is impressive, but I consider him cuz he's a hobbyist with it, but I consider him Well, if you're selling something for thousands of dollars. He's a professional. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time I mean, professional think about it, comics think about it can be way. very bad too. Yeah. Like I don't think that Jeff Dunham is funny at all or Carlos Mencia and they're professional comedians. Like here's here's how I want this bracket like because it's not what takes the most skill at the highest level. Like, that's not what I wanted to say. I'm saying, if you met two people today, and one of them's like, I do stand-up comedy, one of them's like, I do art, who would you, what would you, who would you rather talk to about their thing? And for you, it this might is, be stand-up comedy. Yeah, I, if this is, this one's very subjective. I think I'm going to pick comedy here because, and once again, a little bit, a little bit of it goes into ego, but I think not as much as music. Not, <laughs> not, not as much as music. Because ego... And, like, ego goes into comedians as well, for sure. Yeah. There are very egotistical comedians. I think the thing, 
like I think they're less egotistical, but like the the payoff is that they they do try out their bits on you, and that is that is something that I don't enjoy. Like when no someone one enjoys is, that. Well, who wait? Who's that's a that sounds like a beginner comedian trying well, out a bit on you. No, because this is like a, a coworker I had. Okay, that no doesn't disrespect. sound like. Doesn't but he did like he did stand up shows like he he nor, like he, regularly yeah. But okay, that's not most comedians. You okay, can't judge every comedian. I'd say most comedians hide their sh- <laughs> stuff more than they, they hide their stuff. Nice, usually. thank you. Proud yeah. of you. Like. Artists do too, but artists artists are willing to show you stuff. But there's like really no need to hide stuff when you're. I think artist. I'm more attracted to artist personalities than comedians, and that's just like like you're saying. It's just it's subjective. I I don't like stand up comedy that much. We talked about it on the show before. So like that's, but also like this isn't just stand up. It's also like improv and. Yeah, that's the other part that I didn't really want to go into. (laughs) But I discovered, once again, another L.A. experience, (laughs) another L.A. revelation. I do not. And I was explaining this to my boss because he was considering getting into improv. I was like, dude, just prepare yourself. People in improv suck. (laughs) Okay. I think I think we were so lucky to have the improv team that we had, like. Because I liked, we were, yeah. I liked everyone that we did it with, and the thing, improv is one of those things where it's like it's fun to do, yeah. But to watch, yeah, like, watching it is like pulling teeth. And doing, I've done like a good handful of classes. I've met usually I'll meet like one or two people who I think are uh, who I'm pretty good friends with. Like Julian, we had him on the <laughs> we had him on the show, friend of the show. I I do love uh, Julian's a great dude. Uh, I know his audio quality wasn't very good when he was on the show. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, I do love Julian. I think he's a great dude. I met him in improv, and he was, like, the one guy in that class. There were other coolish people, but, like, he was the one guy in the class that I was like, yeah, man, you're, you're cool. Uh, it, it, it might be the, the harshest, like, the, when I think about that show that you and I did that was just us two at the Bovine Comedy Theater, like, that was, that was that so was much fun. Bovine? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it like, was just us two. Ryan, Ryan got us that show, and then he couldn't do it. So it was just the two of us, yeah. I remember we did that bit where I was a swim coach. Or you were the swim coach and my son was a snowman. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, sometimes you'll hit gold like that. Yeah, but like, I don't know if that was gold for the audience. (laughs) (laughs) That is undeniably gold. But like, that's like... that. We literally (laughs) improvise on this show. Yeah. All the time. Like, that's one of my favorite memories of us, like our friendship. But, like, I, I don't have any positive memories of going to improv shows to watch. Yeah, they can be very tough. Um, so, what was the other one? Oh, art? I, I'm going to pick art. Okay. But, like, again, this is a super subjective thing. I just, I don't know. I feel, in some ways, like, even less pressure being around someone who's into art because I'm like, Oh yeah, that's not my thing. Like we're both just, you know. And comedy. Well, the other thing about comedy is that it's also inc- it's way more subjective than even art. I think because yeah. art, like I can enjoy uh, several different mediums of art. I can enjoy and I can enjoy di- different uh, styles of art too. With comedy, no one I talks like about it's... like uh, oh oh. 
oh, it's a, it's a technically well-crafted joke, but the punchline doesn't work. Like, yeah, ex- there's no <laughs> exactly. But I, I'm st- I'm still gonna pick comedy. We're just, this is gonna go to a tiebreaker. Yeah. But um, there are comedians that I know, even you know, doing stuff that's not stand-up. You know, like on viral comedians who I like hate. I despise. <laughs> I see them and I'm just like, that is not funny at all. How are you getting any traction on this? Okay, I'm gonna look up comedy. All right, I'm looking up art. Okay. Uh, and I'm a little bit. I'm. I'm gonna be bummed when I see one of those. Oh, actually. Okay. Here we go. Uh, sorry, I. I'm not connected to the Wi-Fi, so it's. You probably. A second. You might win this one, actually. Wait, why is this not doing the filter? Give me the filter. Okay. Well, this is. See, this is a. This is a problem here. Because I'm just going to say this oh, right wait. now. Oh, I might win. I don't know. The top, the video with the most views is woodworking art. So. <laughs> That's technically a form of art, though. Yeah, but. Um, I'm going to use the second most popular one because this is like. Okay, are we doing a countdown? Because this is fine art. This is funny because this isn't even. No, it's not. This one, that well. I, the, <laughs> one that, the one that's the most watched comedy video isn't even American. Which makes sense, because... My wife. <laughs> it's just Borat. Yeah, it's the movie Borat. Uh, three, two, two one. one million. Okay. Okay. The other one had 118 million, so... Comedy oh, moves so, on, and that yeah, doesn't surprise does. me. Yeah. But can I say that part of that, I think, is because... Oh, I think it is sort of the thing that you're saying. Like, there's a lot of good art. Whereas like good comedy is less common, so I think yeah. it's it's it just a, it's a a wider pool. Yeah. Um, all right. Next up, we have sort of a weird matchup: hunting versus collecting. Uh, collecting. I didn't want to get like super specific in what it is, but like God, that's uh, once again that's so broad. Yeah. Hunting is. I mean, hunting's hunting. I get what you mean by that, but collecting could be hunting too. That could also be hunting. Well, it's not. Okay. <laughs> like collecting like memorabilia or like stamps or shit like that. So this is one that's gonna it's kinda gonna teeter on the edge of controversy, I think. Oh, I'm because there's a lot stuff of stuff like that. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of people who d- really don't like hunting. They are completely against hunting. I am not. <laughs> I think that collecting is fine. I collect, I collect like, um, a lot of people don't know this about me. A lot of people don't. Jake probably doesn't even know this about me. I collect death metal albums and death metal t-shirts. Uh, I really like the artwork. Um, I'm a pretty big metal head. I think this is the first time I've said this on the show. Uh, I think we've talked a about metal people. a little bit. But. Okay. It alarms a lot of people that I'm so into metal, but I don't really bring it up because specifically that reason nobody really cares <laughs> yeah uh well i mean if, look if we had a hobby of like being really into one type of music on here that would be the easiest matchup like, oh yeah. whatever is against like uh, watching paint drivers is someone who's really into like a genre of music <laughs> that's a, that's an easy choice <laughs> okay yeah watching paint yeah sure if that's what it's going up against <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, collecting is cool, but I, I feel like connecting is or collecting is so nuanced. Once again, it really is subjective, and this is subjective into down to like what the person is collecting. Yeah. Because if someone's like, I collect bottle caps, 
I do not care. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I just told you I collect death metal albums and t-shirts. You probably don't care. Most people don't. I mean, I, uh, I agree. I think that death metal shirts have cool art. And I think what's nice about that is like it's a, it's a practical thing. Because I'm yeah. assuming you're not keeping these in package. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, w- I wear them. I, I actually got rid of most of them, sadly. Ooh. I put them in a trash bag. My One of my, my like, XXX or whatever <laughs> told me to make them into a blanket, and then I kept them in a trash bag, and I lost the trash bag. So oh I did want to make a death metal t-shirt blanket, but oh. I lost it. So That sucks. It does suck. So, like... Yeah, this was a tough, but I didn't I didn't know how to like phrase, but like, look, if you if you collect Funko Pops, I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, poop, stop. You said uh, if it. you collect Funko poops. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that hunting, in general, is. I wanna I wanna say this about hunting. Okay. I've never been, and like it's not. It's tough because it's not something that I want to do, but it's sort of something that I feel like I should do. Uh-huh. Because anyone who doesn't like hunting but eats meat is a hypocrite, I think. <laughs> yeah. Like, anyone who's like, hunting is bad, but also I eat meat. Like, uh, you're a hypocrite. Like, and I, I want to be clear that, like, I'm not talking about fucking... S- I'm not talking about freaking... <laughs> Like sport hunting elephants for their tusks or whatever. I'm talking about no, like. No, but um, there there is there is an argument that that's actually helpful for that environment. Uh, poaching when it's, when it's paid for, not poaching, not poaching. Okay. But paid for trophy hunting to wherever they're whatever land they're trophy hunting on. There's an argument that that is better for that environment. Okay, but like whaling or whatever, I would. No, wh- not, yeah, whaling, yeah. poaching. You should die in. You should die in a fire. You should yeah. get it covered in gasoline and burned to death. Well, you should have your all your teeth pulled out and. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you should be hung by your ball sack somewhere. <laughs> oh, that's the Christian. That's very Christian. That what we just said. Uh, we should get up on someone. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think that collecting, it's tough because I do. I. Hmm. Mm. Because I don't know that I, I would want to talk to someone who's really passionate about hunting. I think that that is... Yeah, they get really weird at that and point. And, like, personality-wise, that's probably not someone who... But what about someone who's, who like, really... the same as me, but... What about someone who's really passionate about collecting Funko? Is that worse? That's, but look, like, this... It depends what they're collecting. Because, like, someone who's really into collecting... Because I, I have, like, a, a, a pretty small, like, comic book collection. And if I was, like, talking to someone who's really into comic books, like, I might, you know, really dig that. Or someone who, like, even, like, you showing me your 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 shirts, I think that'd be cool because, like, it is cool. And, like, I think it's it's always interesting to see someone get excited about the thing they're passionate about. Yeah. But, like, collecting Funkos? <laughs> Look. It just, it's, well, that's why I was saying before, this all goes back to me saying that, that's a very broad term, and that's broad yeah. even down to, you know, the the thing. I think that there's a lot of a lot of collections, and I think like this is part of collecting is that it is for you. Yeah. Because like, it's hard. It's it's only really cool if if I met another person who collected metal CDs, I would say that over hunting. Yeah. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about hunting and just general collecting. 
I'm worried about picking hunting because I'm wor- like. I'm not worried about it, dude. I I think that hunting is way more humane than what you're eating that's, already. Of course, that's not meat. what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if I met someone like. If you met someone who hunts, who was really into hunting, frequently. and like that was their personality. Thankfully, that is not what the reward is at the end of this bracket. So I don't think you have to worry about that. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, I know I'm friends. I a guy I work with. Um, he doesn't hunt really that much anymore. Uh, since he's moved to Colorado, but he says he's been trying to get out. Uh, love that guy. He's great. He's great. Uh, he's not weird about it. He just likes hunting. Um, that's just what he does. He grew up in West Virginia and he just hunts. Um, that's just what they do. I'm going to pick hunting as well. Uh, Are with you wearing a skating shirt? No, it's a ska tune network. Oh, okay. It's a guy who does ska covers of popular songs. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, and apparently he's a really nice guy because my actually my roommate's ex boyfriend, my old roommate's ex boyfriend, uh, I was talking to him the other day about him. He said that he was a really cool guy. Have him on the show. Bring him on the show. Um, well, like, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with hunting because just I think this is unfortunately just too broad. Uh, yeah. I think that you but, have shot yourself in the foot. Picking just collecting rather than like a specific collecting of something. But I think I think picking one thing would make it like so subjective as well. I'm yeah. I'm fine I'm fine with it being this broad. I think you should have just left collecting out because it was gonna lo- it was doomed from the start. I think hunting wins for me. Uh, next up we have our last matchup: surfing versus photography. Oh boy! Which I guess surfing. photography is <laughs> is art. So I don't know why. Yeah, it is, and surfing is. So much cooler. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a, a Darren on the animated bracket. I'm gonna switch out. You can do it. Yeah. I'm gonna switch out photography for rock climbing. I did it, so you're allowed to. Um, okay. Because okay, not that I necessarily a, think it's those are comparable. Not that I necessarily think it's gonna win here, but I think photography is covered in art. I think those the, yeah those are very comp comparable. Are we talking like free solo type stuff? Or are we talking well, just I'm, regular? I mean, I guess free solo would be the expert. So yeah. if you're doing it as a hobby, you're probably not free solo. <laughs> yeah. Um, who, who would who would you if you again if we're doing the if we're talking about the Tinder thing? This is more. This is subjective. Surfing, they're all subjective. Stop saying. Well, that. The, the, this is. I was going to say this is subjective in the fact that we don't. We live in a landlocked state. Yeah, Darren, of no course, going to pick surfing because he's from from Cali. Well, we live in a landlocked state, so there's his. no surfing, and so far we've been more attracted to the things we know less about. So, I feel that myself, I'm probably going to pick surfing just because I know less about it. I've done both. I've done a little bit of both. I've dabbled in both. Okay. And uh, surfing was, I think, harder to grasp, uh, no pun intended, than rock climbing. Uh, and also, I think it's more interesting because I've just met so many people in Colorado who rock climb. Yeah. And I've met no one who surfs. I met a few people in Colorado who surf, but they're always drifting on in from a coast somewhere. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, this is tough because I, I rock climb fairly regularly. I used to do it a lot more. So like, that's clearly the thing I like more, but that, I think that that means like if I met someone who was really into surfing, I'd be more interested in that, I think. But then I like, see, this is, this is tough too, because we do live in like a landlocked state. And I think if, 
like if we're going to use the, the, the Tinder example and it's like someone's like, oh, I love surfing. Like <laughs> you're in the wrong state. <laughs> yeah. I love surfing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, was that, that was a guideline for this was the Tinder example, right? Somewhat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, if I met someone who likes surfing in Colorado, I would think that they're trying to, either they don't want to be here or they're trying to prove something to me. Rather than a people person who just likes rock climbing, but I have legitimately met a lot of people on Tinder and Hinge who rock climb. I've met a lot of people yeah. who, a lot, probably most of the girls I've met <laughs> on Tinder and Hinge have been rock climbers. And I mean, I've honestly met like probably two girls who surf, but they used to surf. They don't <laughs> surf anymore. I'm gonna pick surfing. Just because it is the more exotic thing. I think it's more impressive when it's... I think surfing is more impressive than rock climbing, too. When you can pull up... Have you ever surfed? Have you ever surfed before? Mm-hmm. It is a lot harder than it looks. I believe that. This is... Yeah, I think that this is a thing where, like... I think the the base level... like Because anyone can rock climb. Like They make it easy enough at gyms that like anyone can do it. Versus surfing, like, it, you have to have skill. Like, you have to be able to do it. Where I think, like, at the very high levels, like, I think watching the best surfer, I think, would be less impressive than watching free solo. <laughs> Just because, like, I think partially because it's hard to, like, grasp, okay, this wave is this big. Have, and, you, like, seen, this is... have you seen Facing Giants? No. Oh, that's a great documentary. That's, like, probably, that's the surfer world version of free solo. That's, like, the okay. surfer's free solo. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it is still very impressive. I mean, Free I, I, Solo is Look, probably, I'm not saying it's not impressive. That's... In terms of... Honestly, in terms of sto- sports documentaries, I'd probably put Free Solo at number one and Facing Giants at, like, number two. Okay. It's insanely good. It's so crazy. Uh, I think, like, just... My ability to grasp... And this, again, has nothing to do with what we're talking about. I'm on, I'm on a tangent here. But my ability to grasp, like... This wave versus this wave. Like, I can see which one is harder, but, like, free solo, you just see, like, this is a cliff. This is a sheer rock face. This guy's climbing with no ropes. This yeah. is... <laughs> one of the highest in the nation. Yeah. So, but again, like, w- that's not what we're discussing here. Is not what's the most impressive at the highest, highest level. I'm more... I think that surfing is cooler and more impressive. Yeah. Okay. I agree with you. Uh, somewhat. But yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you that surfing should move on. So there you have it. You think that surfing at the highest level is more impressive than free solo? Uh, no, not, no, not necessarily. Okay. Uh, I don't know. They're very comparable though. Cause if you bail on like a 20 foot wave, you're probably going to die. You know, and it's a split second. I mean, it's just yeah. like free solo. It's it's like a split second for that too. But he obviously has time to calculate, uh, you know, how he's going to make his next move. And but it, the fatigue factor also kicks in a lot more with rock climbing than it does with surfing. I'll say this: I think you see more old surfers <laughs> because, like he says in yeah, the yeah. like he says in the documentary, you don't really retire from free soloing. Yeah, you just die. <laughs> yeah. 
which again, not the not the discussion we're having here. I think yeah, but specifically free soloing, <laughs> that's yeah, that's nuts. But if he, free soloing versus a guy facing like twenty foot waves frequently, constantly, yeah, that guy's probably gonna not retire either. I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just more rare. It's it's harder. It's easier to find a, a thing that you're gonna free solo rather than look around for the right time and place that a twenty foot wave is coming in. You know, I don't know. But still, that being said, yeah, it's still surfing for me. <laughs> All right. That's the end of this uh, episode of this bracket. It's the end of this this round. We'll be back next week with the... Y- you guys get the format at this point. Yeah. We do 16, we do the first eight, and then we do the next seven, okay? Yeah, absolutely. This is how we do it almost every time. Mm-hmm. Almost every time. Almost. Just almost there. The Darren yeah. Hunt story. <laughs> Uh, that reminds me of what we were talking about before the pod that would certainly not fly with uh, with our new our new guidelines. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have any final thoughts, Darren? Any genuine thoughts? Uh, vote. Uh, I know this this election is tough because neither of the candidates have a. They don't really have a podium. They don't really have a a place to. They don't really have any promises. Really, it's literally just either the guy we have stays or the the promise of the other guy is that the other guy, the guy we have leaves. Yeah. But just make your decision based on that. You know, like really think about where you are and just please, please, please vote. Please vote. I saw a really good video. It was about like, is it ever good to not vote? And it's not it's not the argument that like, oh, not voting for Biden is a vote for Trump. Because, like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, it, it it sort of does depending where you live, but not voting for Trump is also a vote for Biden. Whatever. Um, but it's basically saying, like, either you vote for one of the two candidates or if you vote third party, and this is a this is examples in England, but, like, the third party got enough votes that you could see, like, actually the candidates had to change like some of their viewpoints because they're like look there's this much percentage of these people in the world who believe this stuff i need to at least like go some way towards it so i would say because i was someone who was like i don't think i can vote for either of these guys because joe biden is not great (laughs) well now we're getting now we're getting political here jake biden's not great (laughs) and trump isn't great (laughs) Yeah, neither are neither are the best. Yeah, and th- like this, not even. By the way, this specifically applies to American audiences. If you are listening or anywhere else in the world, uh, we love you. You can shut this off now. Uh, <laughs> follow us on YouTube. You know that type of stuff. But uh, um, yeah, sorry. Just wanted to clarify that. Jake, yeah, you can get back on your thing. I, like I don't think either of them are great. Not even politically, but just as human beings. <laughs> um. So I was like, I don't like, I don't know if I can vote for either of these people. I don't feel like they represent what I care about. And so like watching this video, I was like, yeah, I can't not vote because just not vote. Like that's just, you're just like implicit in the problem. You either vote for whoever aligns the closest with you of the big two, or you find someone who like their specific views match up with yours more closely and you vote for them because getting like the getting those votes does matter to some extent like 
A third party vote's not just a wasted vote, I guess is what I'm saying. Okay. Darren's really far away from the mic now. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, I... Yeah, I kind of agree with that. But Darren's gonna... Dar tell people who to vote for. Tell people who you want them to vote for. I want you to vote for Vermin Supreme. Uh, Everybody gets a pony. Perfect. Yeah. Alright, Darren. I guess it's my turn for final thoughts. Uh, don't burn popcorn when you leave it in the microwave. Don't leave it in there for too long and burn it, okay? It'll taste bad. Okay. Um, cool. What? Universe?